Welcome to Memorizing Scripture. I'm your host, Gordon, and this week we're learning 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 7. 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 7. This is the love chapter. And uh, again, last week we learned about 1 John 4, 7 and 8, and I wanted to continue on God's definition about love, so we're going to learn a little bit more about this in context today. But before we do, let's go ahead and read our memory verse. It says, Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, and endures all things. All right. So let's jump in. The Apostle Paul is writing this to the Church of Corinth. Church is a city in southern um, Greece. And this city was an evil city. It was basically a place where travelers would go on land and travelers would go by sea as well. And and it's an isthmus. And so what that means is people would often uh, be sailing on either side. And instead of sailing all the way around southern Greece, which would take a long time, they would get off and they would drag their small boat on the land and they would meet up in Corinth. And, you know, just like a good man on a business trip, they would call their wife and go to bed early. No, I'm just I'm just kidding. They do what a lot of men would do. They would, you know, party and and as they're out of town with no accountability. And so a lot of the city not only was was bad just in itself, but bad because of the outsiders and um, just a, a city of sexual morality. And people will go there. There's idols and prostitution. And a lot of this in the Church of Corinth, it wasn't going away. People I think we're excited about Jesus, but they didn't want to give up their lifestyle and a lot of the things that they were doing. And so with that, there was still a lot of pride and arrogance about different things. And one of the arguments was about, as we're part of the church now, the church of Corinth was, you know, now that we're part of the church, what do we do and and who does what? And they were arguing about the gifts and being better than one another and which gifts were more important. And it was dividing the church over these issues and, and these spiritual gifts. And so we pick up our context basically in chapter 12 when Paul is explaining what the gifts are. And he's saying that you need to understand what they are and work as one body, work together to build the church. And he ends chapter 12 by saying, not everybody has all these gifts. This is not how God created the church. Not everybody has all the gifts, all the spiritual gifts that God has given. That would that would be ridiculous. And how could one person do everything all the time? And so God gives specific gifts to everyone, sometimes a little bit more, sometimes a little bit less or or whatnot, but that's part of God's plan. And in 1 Corinthians 12, 29-31, Paul says, Are all apostles? Are all prophets? Are all teachers? Do all do miracles? Do all possess the gifts of healing? Do all speak with tongues? Do all interpret? Do all people have those gifts? No. But, he says, earnestly desire the higher gifts, and I will show you a still more excellent way. And so at the end of that passage, he quickly foreshadows to desire a higher, better way, a better gift. And so he says, and I was, and if you just keep reading it without the chapter break, he says, I will show you still a more excellent way. If I speak in tongues of men and of angels, but I have not loved, I am a noisy gong or clanging cymbals. Symbol. If I have prophetic powers and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, if I have faith so as to remove mountains, but I have not love, I am nothing. 
If I give away all I have, if I deliver up my body to be burned, but not have loved, but not have love, I gain nothing. And so Paul is revealing a very deep truth, probably the most important thing as we live out our Christian faith. No matter what gifted you have, and no matter how gifted you are, if you don't have love, none of that matters. I'm going to say that again. No matter what gifts you have, and no matter how gifted you are, if you don't have love, none of that matters. And so that's how Paul sets up our memory verse. He says, you, you, you can have, you can be prophetic. You can have all understanding. You could have all faith, all knowledge. You could speak to men, any man of any language, or you can even speak to however angels speak. But with love, he is nothing. He says, I am nothing. I gain nothing. I am nothing. And so I want you to let that sink in for a second if you haven't already. Paul really wants to drive this point home to the church at Corinth. And they're treating each other very poorly. And that's why he's writing this. He wants, he's saying, you're not demonstrating love. And I know how to do that. I know how to do that. I'm going to tell you right now. And he says, this is how you do it in verse 4, which is our memory gift. He says, love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not arrogant. It is not rude. It doesn't insist on its own way. It is not irritable. It is not resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing. It, it rejoices with the truth. It bears all things. It believes all things. It hopes all things. endures all things. And so Paul, and, and I would continue, I, I, I encourage you to continue reading this chapter, verse 8, 9, 10, all the way to the rest of the chapter. Because as Paul is unpacking unpacking what love is, it really helps define who we are as Christians and how God wants us to live. And so these people aren't doing these things. They are being rude and arrogant and boastful and irritable. And so that's why he's writing these things. And that is true of all human history. We have this propensity to lean into our sinful nature, to be angry, to be not impatient and not kind to think of ourselves. And so Paul's saying, if you want to love, if you want to love like God loves, this is how you need to do it. And that's that's why it's it's important. That's why it's important to uh, understand this memory verse and and understand how love is defined. And it's defined with action. The final thought here is we need to understand that love is an action. And we'll talk about how love is an action in the upcoming podcasts. Um, but we won't be jealous of other people's gifts, other people's spiritual gifts, or boast of our own gifting. We'll we'll lean into that and encourage other people to use their gifts and celebrate how they're using them. And so we will be loving with the character that Paul talks about in our memory verse. And again, that's why we should choose to memorize this one. So we know the truth about love and the truth about how to express love the way God intended it. Okay, so that wraps up our context for today. Again, we'll talk about love some more this week and unpack this verse uh, more specifically, even word by word, to understand it at a greater picture. So throughout this week, please keep repeating this verse by writing it out on note cards, putting it on your phone background, reciting it out loud uh, with our short 15 to 20 second verse episode at the beginning of each week, if you haven't noticed that. And if you wish to contact me directly, you can email me at ideamailbag at gmail.com. That's ideamailbag at gmail.com. And remember to like, comment, subscribe, rate, review this podcast. It takes about 10 seconds to do that. Um, and it really impacts our show, so I'd really appreciate that. So let's read our memory verse one more time, and we'll wrap up today's podcast. 
I'm going to read each line twice, and I'd love for you to say the second line to help you memorize it. Here we go. Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. All right, great job. Wonderful work today. And until next time, continue to put on the mind of Christ.